Hello, and welcome to the Work and Worship Podcast, the podcast for Christian entrepreneurs to explore how their faith impacts their businesses, their homes, and their lives. I'm your host, Jordan Jones. You are in the right place if you believe that your work matters, both in your business and in your homes, and that how we work as Christians should look different than the rest of the world. We believe that everything we do can and should be an act of worship unto the Lord, and that by doing excellent work, we can honor and glorify God in all that we do. Join us each week as we navigate how to steward our lives and work well, how to step into who God is calling us to be at home and in our businesses, and how to do that all without sacrificing the things that matter most. Let's dive in. Hey guys, today we're starting our first ever series on the podcast, and I'm really excited about this series because it's something that I'm super passionate talking about just in general. And it's something that I'm being challenged to do all over again in my own life right now. And that is simplifying. And this whole series is going to be about simplifying our lives and our businesses. It's funny because I was definitely not a minimalist for most of my life, but there were two key moments for me, at least that changed my perspective on minimalism and stuff and simplifying and how it made my life, those two seasons, so much easier and more joyful. That first moment was when Pete and I left our corporate jobs back in, gosh, 2015, and we backpacked South America for four months. We packed up our entire lives into 65 liter packs that literally were on our backs and, you know, after packing up my New York City apartment, the idea of going down into a backpack and that being it felt really daunting. Like I was just wondering, how could I possibly have everything that I need in one bag? Like that just, it just felt ridiculous. But that trip forced us to simplify because we could quite literally only bring what was going to fit on our backs in those bags. And gosh, that freedom that came from that was so exhilarating. And guess what? I had everything I needed and it was so little. It was the first time I realized how much my stuff had been overwhelming me and how having a lot of options can actually be detrimental, at least for me. But that was a temporary trip, right? That was four months of backpacking. So it felt a little bit easy to live with less for that season because I didn't purge and sell and get rid of everything. I moved it back to my parents' house and it's just like, okay, this is what I'll have for the trip. But then when we started full-time RVing in 2017, and obviously we had a lot more than just a 65 liter pack then, we still had to fit everything that we needed into this 35 foot RV. And you guys, we had way more than we needed. We purged so much to get everything that we quote unquote needed into this RV. And we didn't miss any of it. Like all the stuff we left behind, we didn't need or miss any of it. And it was so freeing to start our marriage in such a simple way. And it forced us to prioritize and think about what really mattered to us without all of this stuff in the way. It also gave us space, both physically and mentally to live more intentionally. And that's why I wanted to share those two quick stories to kind of kick the series off because I was so not a minimalist. Like it was hard for me to simplify. Honestly, at the time of me leaving New York City, I 
I probably had at least 10 pairs of heels. And now I own one pair of like low flat wedge type heels, literally the heels that I wore to my wedding. And that's about it. And in New York City, I thought my closet was too small. Like my little, I mean, my apartment was small, but in general, I was like a standard size closet, but I also had a hanging rack of clothes so that I could fit everything that I thought I needed. And until this most recent house that we moved into in Virginia, P and I have been perfectly fine sharing that same like small standard closet. We've shared that for our whole marriage, the two of us together. And I say all that because those experiences have really shifted our perspectives of what we need and just our lifestyle in general. And yet here I am moving into a new house again, feeling that urge to purge. And we purged a lot in Colorado before we left. And I'm still unpacking like, I don't even need this. Why do I have this here? And that's because I've seen firsthand how much joy and freedom it's brought into my life and in my business by simplifying it all. And so that's my goal for this whole series, for you to walk away with practical tips and ideas to simplify your home and your business in ways that give you more freedom and more joy. A disclaimer here, we're not going to be talking about minimalism in a way where it's like super restrictive or even getting into nitty gritty of like, you have to purge in order to simplify. There aren't rules here. You can own as many pairs of heels as you want. But what I do want us to do is to make our decisions and choose the tips, you know, choose, pick and choose what you want to follow from what I share, but do it with intention and purpose. I want you to really think through the tips and the strategies that we talk about to see what's going to help you thrive the most in your life and in your business. That's what this whole series is going to be focusing on simplifying in a way that sets you up for success at home and in your business. While we're speaking about simplifying our lives and work, I wanted to share a tool that I have been loving lately, and that's Notion. You've probably heard me talk about it before, but I just started using Notion earlier this year when I launched my podcast to help me manage my tasks and plan out my content and outlines, and even help me create customized portals to send to my guest. Since then, I've been able to eliminate a ton of other apps and just simplify my business in a way that makes it so much easier to run, especially only working two days a week. There are endless ways to use it, but just to give you some examples, you can create dashboards for your life and your home with everything from grocery lists and meal plans and budgets to content calendar databases, task lists, goal planning for your teams, client portals, project spaces, and so much more. Honestly, there are just so many possibilities for what you can do within Notion. And I just love that instead of having to hop around between all these different apps and softwares, I have everything I need for my business and for my life in one space. If you want to try Notion for yourself, you can get started for free at jordanjones.co slash Notion. So what exactly are we going to be talking about in these next few episodes? There are a ton of ways to simplify, and we're going to be diving into a lot of different areas of them. We'll be talking about simplifying our physical spaces, our inboxes, our time, our schedules, our work tasks, our priorities, and even our decisions. I have a bunch of episodes and topics in the series already mapped out, 
But if you have any specific questions on simplifying and minimalism, I would love to hear your questions or suggestions. So I can either, you know, make sure that they're addressed in those planned out episodes or add on to the series and make sure that we get to chat about it. My heart for this podcast in general is to help you create a life and a business you love, but more importantly, one that allows you to honor God and glorify him in how you manage your home and in how you ran your business. I chatted about this a lot in detail back on episode one, which was called uh, viewing your work as worship. I'll link up to that in the show notes. If you haven't listened to it yet, that's what this whole podcast is about. So I'd love for you to go back and listen to that after this. But the short of it is that I really do believe that everything we do can be an act of worship onto the Lord. And I go as far as to say that, at least in my experience, more stuff and busier schedules are often the first things that get in the way of me doing that, right? Like they are the things that get in the way of my relationship with God in the way that I live my life to honor and glorify him. It's when I get overwhelmed and busy and stressed out both by my environment and by a busy schedule that my eyes shift from focusing on God and I start looking down. I get consumed by what's around me. And when I do that, it's just so easy to fall into that state of stress and anxiety and overwhelm. And I firmly believe it does not need to be that way. As a mom with three little girls, four and under, who also runs my own business and just moved across the country for the second time in two years, I get it. I get what it feels like to be busy or just like you're treading water in certain seasons. And while there are definitely seasons of our lives that it's almost like inevitable to avoid that feeling completely, I for one don't want that to be my norm. I don't want to live that way. And I don't think that's what God wants for us either. He doesn't want us to be so busy and so consumed that we take our eyes off of him. In Matthew 22 verses 36 through 40, one of the Pharisees who was an expert in the law, he asked Jesus, which is the greatest commandment? And you've probably read this or heard it a million times, but I just want to read this out to you really quick to frame this entire series. Here's what Jesus had to say. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So if the two greatest things we can do are to love God and love others, then our lives should be set up in a way that helps us do both of those things, right? And if we're overwhelmed and we're overbooked, odds are we aren't going to do either of those things very well. What I hope to share with you throughout this entire series is how embracing simplicity in your schedule, in your home, in your stuff, in your business, in your goals and finances, even how all of that can give you more space and more energy and honestly more brain power to do those two things well, to love God and love others. Another way to think about it, honestly, and something I talk about a lot is just stewarding our lives well like managing those different aspects of our life. If you're not super familiar with the term of stewardship, it's something that Jesus talks about a lot in the Bible and the parable of this good steward. But stewardship, like in a very simple term, just means management, like how we manage things. Personally, 
I just think when things are simpler and we have a strategy or a system for them, whether it's our meal planning or our finances or how we set goals or just where the heck something should go in our junk drawer, when we can simplify those things, we're better able to be good stewards and managers of our time, talents, opportunities, resources. So these next few weeks, we're going to work on being better stewards of all of these different areas of our lives. And we're going to do that by simplifying how we manage our homes and how we run our businesses. We're going to talk through everything from our physical spaces and decluttering to our time and schedules and inboxes to our goals and priorities and finances. Honestly, I'm just, I'm really excited about this. I have four upcoming episodes planned for this series right now, but quite honestly, heads up, I feel like it could turn into a whole lot more than that. So like I said before, if there's something specific you want to talk about or learn about in regards to simplifying your home or work, shoot me a message on Instagram at jordanjones.co. I would love to hear your thoughts and just make sure that it's covered. And to wrap up today's little intro episode, I wanted to end with some more scripture. This one is from Luke 16, and more specifically from that parable of the good steward that I mentioned just a little bit ago. The NLT, the New Living Translation version, says this in verses 10 and 11. If you are faithful in the little things, you'll be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibilities. And if you are untrustworthy about worldly wealth, who will trust you with the true riches of heaven? I have read this verse so many times. And at least for me, it is like a gut check every time. It's like the Holy Spirit is always revealing to me a new or a different way that I could be more faithful in my own life and how I'm stewarding my time or resources or money or opportunities, whatever it might be. And I don't know about you, but I want to be faithful in the little things and the big things. I can't wait to dive into this topic more with you next week. Until then, have an awesome week and be sure to shoot me a message with any of those topic questions or ideas that you have about minimalism, about simplifying, about your home, about your business. I would love to connect with you more in my DMs. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I really do pray that this series is going to be encouraging and challenging for you. And more importantly, I pray that it helps you live out those two commandments better, to love God and love others, because that's what it's all about. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Work and Worship podcast. I pray you leave encouraged and empowered to run the race that God has for you. And if you enjoyed our conversation today, go ahead and click that subscribe button so you are the first to know when each new episode drops every single week. And if you want to share some extra love and leave us a five-star review, that would be amazing. The reviews make a huge difference in how other folks are able to find the podcast, find the episodes, and we just know that there's a need for good, biblical, faith-filled content in today's world. So I would love if you would take a minute to just share it with someone, a friend, a family member. Thanks again for hanging out with me today, and I'll see you on the next episode of Work and Worship. God bless.